We ask that you uh, take these tithes and these offerings. And Lord, that you bless and you multiply, Lord. That you continue to add to this uh, precious ministry, Lord, and bless all those who are involved, Father. We're so grateful, Lord, for the jobs that you've given us, Lord, the ability to provide for our families, Father. We're just grateful, Lord, for this process, Lord, of working, Lord, and bringing stuff to you, Jesus, and offering things to you, Father. I ask, Lord, that you uh, bless me in the word tonight, Lord, this morning, Lord, that we are able to preach freely, Lord, and be used by you, stay connected to you, Lord, and honor you. I ask that you remove every obstacle, every distraction, and just change the atmosphere to be able to receive this precious word from you, Jesus. We ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Dos bendiga a todos. Esta mañana se pueden sentar, hermanos. God bless the group. Dios bendiga a todos esta mañana, hermanos. Qué bueno estar aquí en la casa de Dios. Otra oportunidad de acercarnos a Él. Hay otra oportunidad, hermanos, para conocer más de Él. En el proceso se, cono se conoce más de nosotros, pero conociendo más de Él alumbra nuestras vidas. Este camino con Él, este proceso, es algo difícil, ¿no? La vida no es fácil. Si crees que es fácil, alguien no te ha llegado. Para, para niños puede estar fácil, ¿no? Levantándose cuando quieran, haciendo lo que quieran. Pero ese proceso cambia también. Y como se comienzan a levantar más temprano, ir a la escuela primeramente, el trabajo que tienen de la escuela, pero todavía tienen las quebracitas y el dulce que le dan, ¿no? Todavía es buenito para ellos. Pero llega otro proceso. Cuando si no vas, no garas. <ríe> y comienzas a pensar, ¿y qué es esta nueva cosa que ha llegado? Todo proceso. Life is a process, brothers and sisters. If, if people, somebody says life's easy, they haven't hit life yet. Some kids might look at it and say, hey, I don't know how this is difficult, but they're still having recesses, having their juicy boxes, having candy at, you know, a certain time of the hour. There's that time that comes where you don't show up, then something doesn't go into your account. Sometimes you're not able to survive because life has a process. Now that I've discouraged the kids in that, we'll go ahead and dismiss them. <laughs> Ahora que los uh, niños saben que la vida es dura, los dejamos ir a sus clases. God bless uh, the classes. God bless the teachers. Continue inspiring them. Amen. Precious cargo that they have. Precious Precious cargo they have. Dios bendiga los maestros que tienen algo precioso en sus manos hay. Amen. No nomás porque es nuestros hijos, pero porque es el futuro. El futuro, el futuro. Amen. 
Praise God. God has been so good, brothers and sisters. God has been faithful. The process that he takes us through, this process, is so special. El proceso es bien especial, hermanos. Aún nos pensamos, ¿por qué pasó esto? ¿Por qué esto pasó en mi vida? No entendemos que era un proceso. Sometimes we get stuck on what has happened in our life and don't understand that it's a process of our life. It's very important once you get to that realization that just because you've gone through stuff or you're going through stuff or you've been through stuff doesn't mean that you got to get stuck in the stuff. It means that there's a process. There's a, a, a shaping, a, a, a being molded by God. You can get stuck. See, people get stuck in, in a process, and this is where it's hard to move out of it. It's here's where we get, <clears throat> where we get distracted and in, into in thinking that this is it. This is all we have. A veces, hermanos, el proceso es dolor. Es, llega cosas en nuestras vidas que pensamos que es todo lo que es esta vida. Es todo lo que es esta vida. Todo lo que es esta vida es dolor y, y quebramiento. A unos piensan eso. Y, y hacen duro su corazón. Su pensar. No están, no están tan libres para pensar que hay, puede estar otra cosa más bueno que esto. Piensan que la vida es como lo están, lo están viviendo. In this process and, and the struggles and the, and the trials and tribulations that happen, you can become callous. Your heart can become a heart of stone. Your mind can be, have walls around it. And you start to think that this is all that it is. This is it. This is it. This is going to be my life. This struggle is going to be my life. Until I die, it's going to be my life. Esta vida va a ser, uh, va a tener esos problemas hasta que me muero. Y es difícil cuando vivimos así, hermanos, porque no, no tenemos esperanza. It's difficult when we live like that because we don't have hope. When we start to realize that God has a plan, God has a process, God has seasons. Cuando comenzamos a pensar que Dios tiene un plan, que Dios tiene un proceso, que hay diferentes tiempos que vamos a andar con Dios. La esperanza siempre está ahí listo. Nuevo día, nuevo esperanza. Nuevo misericordia. Algo nuevo para ver. Pero cuando llegamos que es nomás rutin, que nomás es como era, hay peligro. When we get to that point where it's a routine and it is what it has already been, there's a problem. Because God is God of new things. I started doing a, a little bit of research in the importance of harvest. Amen. Comencé a Escurnir, uh, escurnir, how do you say to search? Escurnir, investigar el proceso del cosecha. Es un proceso que es bien preciosa. Porque se lleva tiempo, se lleva uh, esperanza. Porque no, hay, si, uh, no es seguridad que va a llover, que el tiempo va a estar bien. Alguien que vive en ese tipo de trabajo es 
uh, nomás tienen fe. Siempre están viendo, ojalá que llueve este, este año, ojalá que no, ¿cómo uh, uh, say freeze? No sé, cogela, cogele el, uh, la tierra o el, lo que estamos creciendo. Es un proceso para ellos. Es un proceso. It's a process. This is a process when you're, when you're harvesting and, and that's your life and you're, you're a farmer and you, and, you, and you have to plan out your, your, your year to a harvest. You talk about faith. You talk about hope. You're looking up and seeing clouds and thanking God for clouds. And there's hope there that there could be rain that comes out of those clouds. You're looking at the weather and you're like, it could freeze in June? <laughs> That's why they don't have oranges in the north. That's why produce happens, certain produce happens in the south. Because there's process. There's a process to harvest. Hay un proceso, hermanos. Y este proceso es bien preciosa. Ay, las dos palabras. Uh, difícil es ahí. Pero si voltamos para Galatas uh, 6, 9, 9. If we turn to Galatians 6, 9, we read here a little bit about this process. And it says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Me gusta como dice aquí, No nos cansemos, pues de hacer bien que a su tiempo segaremos si no hubiéramos desmayado. No podemos cansar, hermanos, porque es trabajo, cada, cada día es trabajo. Si tú crees que no es trabajo, hay, hay otra escritura que vamos a, a leer aquí. Vas a ver que, how do you say barns that you say, tus, like barns that you fill? Bodegas, tus bodegas no van a tener producto adentro de ellas. No van a tener... Uh, um, lo que has trabajado, que quieres poner adentro de ellos, no lo vas a tener. Va a pasar y no se van a llenar. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, this process is very special uh, when you start to look at harvest and, and you build barns so you can put your harvest and, and you can uh, put your, your everything that you've worked for into it. But if you don't work, there's nothing that goes into the barns. Si no estamos trabajando, no estamos poniendo nada. No estamos... Uh, guardando lo que hemos trabajado y a veces pasa eso hermanos que, que queremos algo pero no preparamos para guardar lo que vamos a ganar sometimes we have a desire for many things but we don't prepare where these things are going to go and it starts with a lot of different things and our offerings and our sacrifices to God esas cosas comienzan en muchas diferentes maneras hermanos en los sacrificios que traemos a Dios. A veces no estamos preparando eso. Estamos planeando cómo vamos a ganar, pero no estamos planeando el sacrificio y el dar. Y es cierto eso, hermanos. Tenemos el escarta enfrente del caballo. ¿Cómo how do you say the cart? No es carta, pero how do you say cart? Carro, el carro enfrente del el caballo, 
¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? Porque es un dicho que dicen porque no, no lo tienes planeado bien. Los, los planes están enfrente del trabajo. Ya has gastado el dinero que quieres hacer de trabajar y no, ni has trabajado. Y pasa eso. It's crazy when we start to spend something that we haven't even earned yet. That's the vicious cycle of life. That's what we call credit cards and your credit. You have to have a plan for everything. And planning your harvest is key. Necesitamos tener un plan para todas las cosas, hermanos. Si voltamos para Proverbios here, if we turn to Proverbs here, 10.5. El que recoge en el, el estilo, estilo es hombre entendido. El que duerme en el tiempo de la ciega es hombre enfrentoso. He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Es porque hay un proceso, hermanos, hay un tiempo que se lleva de trabajo para preparar en los tiempos difíciles. There's a time that it takes to work hard so you can take advantage of the difficult times that are ahead. Y, y si, si estás en un trabajo constante, hermanos, tú sabes los buenos tiempos y los malos tiempos. If you're in a job that's pretty consistent, you can forecast and you can see good times and you can see bad times. There's jobs that will show you that. Financially, you can look at your, your revenues and your in, ins and outs and say, this is good. This is always a good time of the year. Puedes ver uh, el dinero que entra en tu vida si tienes negocio y decir, este tiempo, tiempo del año es bueno. Es, es el mismo en las cosas espirituales, hermanos. Sabes que va a venir tiempos que uh, las oraciones se van a llevar poquito más tiempo. No van a estar rápidamente, ¿cómo uh, dice? Answered. Respondido o... Y te vas a necesitar parar y, y, y tener tu fe que puedes ganar de tu bodega, de tu bodega, la esperanza. Pero a veces no tenemos nada en la bodega y ahí estamos. Juntas Dios, me abandonates. ¿Cómo? Amen. ¿Tú, tú sabían que estaban diciendo yo, qué bueno. Ya me conocen. You start to doubt. You start to say, God, where are you at? Because there's no faith or hope in your barn that you're supposed to be storing. You're supposed to be working. We got lazy during the season that we could work. So it's a process. This is a process that we go through. Amen? If we turn to James 5, 7, si voltamos para Santiago 5, 7, Pues hermanos, tener paciencia hasta la venida del Señor. Mirar cómo el lavador espera el precioso fruto de la tierra. Aguardando con paciencia hasta el recibe de la lluvia temprana y tardía. Be patient therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. And hath long patience for it. 
until he receiveth the early and the latter rain. Un proceso en esperando algo, hermanos. A unos no tienen algo en la bodega. No han guardado nada en la bodega. So, su esperanza, su paciencia es bien corto. Y conoces a esas personas porque pueden estar cambiando trabajos cada tiempo. ¿Qué estás haciendo hoy? Ah, oh, yo soy bombedero. ¿Bombedero? Sí, sí, sentí algo que me estaba diciendo que necesitaba hacer eso. La otra vez que hablas con él. ¿Qué estás diciendo? Oh, estoy cocinando en un... No me gustó. ¿Por qué? Nomás están buscando, buscando, buscando. El corazón que siempre está no pasa buscando. No hayan paz. ¿Cómo pueden tener paciencia? You know, you talk to some people and there's... And they struggle, right? And you can tell the people that are struggling is they're always jumping, jumping from jobs to jobs to jobs, not finding their place, not trusting in something. One day they're a fireman, the next day they're a head chef. And there's no rhyme or reason for any one of those things. They just, it's what it is, what it is. And it's a, it's a reflection of their heart being unstable and not having patience in the process. Now, brothers and sisters, this is a reflection. This is, this is also the word of God coming to you and showing you a mirror. And sometimes you look at that, what's being said, and you see yourself in it. And you take a couple of different things, and there's, there's offense to it. It's like, that brother's talking about me. I ain't talking about you. I don't know your career. I got enough problems with mine. But if you see yourself in this reflection, in this commentary, And remember that and say, okay, there could be some truth behind that. A veces, hermanos, pensamos, ah, ese hermano está hablando ya con ese que gané otro trabajo, que eso, que con eso, que nada, no, no, no importa esas cosas. A veces estamos hablando y estamos mirando uh, nuestra reflexión en un espejo, dice la, la Biblia, y los olvidamos. Llega, llega ofensa y, y ya paró todo, ya se paró todo. Ya no vamos a agarrar nada de predicación. Debemos tener esperanza, hermanos, que Dios tiene algo para nosotros. Ese proceso del cosecha, cosecha, esa palabra es difícil. Déjeme oírlo. Cosecha. José, cose, cosecha. Amén. Ese proceso es bien especial, hermanos. Porque como digo, si no lo planeamos bien, si no está preparado, si Dios no trabaja, a veces no, no sale nada. Y yo he oído historias de, uh, de, mi, de mi papá cuando trabajaba en la labor. Y estaba triste cuando cosas no pasaban y estaba difícil para el, el, uh, el que era el, era el dueño del lugar, de la tierra. Es difícil, hermano, eso es difícil. Es una esperanza que es grande. Vamos a leer aquí de una historia de David. Y si quieres uh, saber poquito de dónde puedes hallar información, hay dos lugares que vamos a leer, leer en Segunda de Samuel, pero también puedes leer en Primera de Crónicas 21. Primer, las crónicas... Los libros de las crónicas 
hablan de las historias que has leído en, en primera de Samuel y los reyes. Te da corta uh, uh, historias, más información de lo que pasó en ese tiempo. You know, brothers and sisters, we're going to read in 2 Samuel, but you can also read this in, in 1 Corinthians, I mean, 1 Chronicles 21. And the Chronicles are inter interesting books because they talk about the stories of what happened in 1 and 2 Kings, 1 and 2 Samuel. You can get short stories of this, and there's reference to this. So we're going to be reading out of 2 Samuel 24, but you can also read some additional information in 1 Chronicles 21. Como me gusta, hermanos, cuando la Biblia tiene información que puedes leer y puedes ir en otro lugar, puedes ir y oír un perspective, perspecto, perspectiva, en otro lugar que da más que alumbra más, que da más vida a la palabra. Si estás buscando eso, es, a mí me gusta eso, a mí me gustan los, how do you say, references, las referencias que tiene la Biblia en diferentes lugares. Pero vamos a leer aquí en 2 Samuel 24.1, amén. Lo voy a leer en inglés porque vamos a tener unos versículos aquí que vamos a pasar, pero que me, si me pueden seguir. And again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he moved David against them to say, go, number Israel and Judah. Now, if you go read in 1 Chronicles 21, it says that Satan. Satan. Pressured David. To do what he's about to do. Si vamos y leemos en Primera de Crónicas 21, dice que Satán estaba uh, tentando, estaba um, contra David en este momento que hizo David esto. Y leemos aquí, dice, And the, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number the Israel and Judah. ¿Por, por qué? Y vamos a leer por qué uh, pecó David aquí, o por qué dudó David aquí, pero seguimos leyendo en versículo 2. We're going to see here, we're going to read here, why David um, doubted God in this process. And it says, For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host, which was with him, Go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba. And number ye the people that I may know the number of the people. Now, brothers and sisters, that's the, from the north to the south. That's the region of Israel. Le dice aquí, David, a uno de sus capitanes, vaya y cuenta todas las personas del norte de Israel al sur. Yo quiero saber todas las personas. ¿Cuántas personas tenemos? Y, y no le gustó el Dios esto, porque Dios no pidió esto. Lo hizo David. And God didn't like this, that David asked for this, because God didn't put this in David's heart to do it. David felt it himself to ask this. We keep on reading here, verse 3. Seguimos leyendo aquí, hermanos. And Joab said unto the king, Now the Lord, thy God, add unto the, unto the people. 
how many soever they, they be, a hundredfold, and that the eyes of my Lord the king may see it. But why doth my Lord the king delight in this thing? Le, le dice aquí, Joab, ¿por qué necesitas saber esto? Él reconoció algo. Nunca has preguntado esto. Siempre has sabido que el Dios tiene, los tiene en sus manos. ¿Por qué necesitas saber esto? Why do you need to know this right now? Why are you feeling like you need to know this? What's going on in your mind? What's going on in your feelings right now that you need to know this? So we go back a chapter. Voltamos uh, otro, uh, el capítulo antes para ver por qué se estaba sentando David en este momento así. We're going to go back here. We're going to go to 2 Samuel 23.10. Si voltamos para 2 Samuel 22.10, vamos a ver por qué se sintió así. We're going to see this, brothers and sisters, why he felt this way. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. This is David. This is el David que conocemos, ¿no? Peleando. Que, que estaba peleando contra los filisteos. Filisteos. Hasta que su mano le dolía. Matando y peleando. Hasta que estaba cansado. And his hand cleaved unto the sword. He was so tired that his hand locked to the sword. There was no more flexion in his fingers. There was no more. All he, he was forcing himself to hold on to that thing that they would have to peel it off of him. Estaba peleando tanto, hermanos, que no se abría su mano en la espada que tenía. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to spoil. Victoriosos ese día. Miren aquí, 11, verse 11. And after him, the Shema, the son of Agi, the Herite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop, where was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. Se fueron el enemigo. Amen. 12. But he stood in the midst of the grounds and defended it and slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory. And three of the thirty chief went down and came to David in the harvest time unto the cave of Adullam and the troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Repham. And David was, in, was then in and hold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. Verse 15. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And three mighty men broke through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem. That was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. Estamos leyendo aquí, hermanos. Que David en el capítulo antes que está comenzando a dudar cuántas personas hay, cuántas personas tiene para pelear con las personas que tuvo ganó un grande batalla hasta un punto que tenía un deseo de ganar agua en medio donde estaba en el enemigo. 
Y tres personas valientes entraron y ganaron este agua para él, para que él tomaba. Y no lo tomó, se lo dio, se lo sacrificó a, a Dios. Pero estamos viendo una persona que estaba cansado de pelear, una persona que tenía sed de tomar. But we're seeing a person here, and we're understanding a back, again, a background of, of this, of this process. We're seeing that David was tired as we saw that he was battling, and he was thirsty of something old that he remembered. And three men went into the camp, the enemy's camp, and got that water. And David didn't even drink it. He said, hey, I remember what it tastes like, but this is the Lord's glory. This is the David we're seeing before that's up and down and battling. And he gets to this point now where he tells his captain, go and count all the people in Israel. I want to know how many people we have to fight. And the person he tells that is, why? We've never done that. The Lord's always provided my king. Why does doubt come in after great victories? Why does doubt come in after we've been held by the hand of our Lord? ¿Por qué viene la duda, hermanos, después de grandes victorias? Porque nos cansamos. Porque tenemos sed. Porque entra la duda. Entró la duda a David. Por eso le pidió a Joab, vaya y cuenta, es cuenta. Todas las personas que tenemos. Y, y le dijo, ¿por qué? Nunca hemos hecho eso. We've never done that. Why would we do that now, David? Why would we start this now? What's going on? I've been with you. We fought. We just had a great victory against one of your original enemies, the Philistines. It refers to, if you read that, giants that they fought. But this time, instead of running away like Israel did the first time, they had the giant killer with them. They had the confidence because David, who trusted in God, they knew that God was going to be with them through David. And now they were building up their confidence to a point now where Joab is telling David, David, why do you need confirmation of how many men there are? ¿Por qué David necesitas saber cuántos hombres, hombres tenemos para pelear? ¿Nunca has preguntado eso? ¿Son los filisteños que, que peleates a comenzar tu carrera con Dios? ¿Por qué ahora necesitamos esto? Porque viene la duda. Because doubt comes when you're tired. Doubt can come when you're thirsty. And we see that it came here, amen? And now if we go back to 2 Samuel 24, 8. Si voltamos para atrás, para 2 Samuel 24, 8. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and 28 days. That's how long, Andrea, it took to count all the people from Dan to Bathsheba. Nine months and what? And 28 days. Ese es el tiempo que se llevó, hermanos. 
para contar a todas las personas del de norte de Israel para el sur. Nueve meses. ¿Y cuántos meses? Uh, uh, nueve meses y veinte uh, días. Es como el mismo como una mujer que esperando, ¿no? Se llevó todo ese tiempo para David esperaba. Y ya cuando tenían eso, versículo 9, now when they had that, verse 9, and Joab gave the sum of the number of people unto the king, and they were in Israel, listen to this, listen to this, brothers and sisters, 800,000 valiant men that drew the sword. And the men of Judah, how many? 500,000 men. 130,000 men? Is it one million? Oh, one million, yeah, right, because that's 800,000, amen. One million, 300,000 men. That's how many men David had. So, we hear there, and it says, okay, well, I got that number now, right? We keep on reading here. And David's heart smote him after that. It bothered David after he heard that. Not because it wasn't enough, man. It bothered David. Le, 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 uh, no ofendió, pero, y después David, contando el pueblo, pusole su corazón. Efectos a David cuando oyó ese número. Pensó, ¿qué? ¿Qué hice? ¿Qué hice? Es un gran ejército, hay un... Uh, 1.3 millón de personas. Eso es grande, hermanos. En este día. Y lo tuvo David. And David had that. And he said, after that he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned. Reconoció David que él pecó. Pero que pecó David. But what did David sin in? is out. Joab, this is why you got to pay attention, brothers and sisters, where when you're in this, in this place, that there's not a Joab in your life that's trying to tell you what? Why? That Joab might not even be somebody that is being used by God, but has seen God use you that refers and reflects to you and says, why, David? It doesn't mention Joab all the time, but it says right here that at this moment, he says, why, why do we need to go count when you've never asked for this and the Lord's always supplied? And now David sees that he sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. Como dice David aquí, regote que quitas el pecado de tu siervo porque yo ha obrado muy naciente. Hermanos, ¿qué hizo? Nomás dudó. Pero la duda entra el pecado porque ya no, estás, no, ya no estamos confiados en Dios. The doubt causes us to sin because we're not trusting in God anymore. Are we trusting in God, brothers and sisters, or has doubt overtaken us? Because we're going to see this process now that David's going to go through in this. 
Vamos a ver ahora, hermanos, porque cuando viene el pecado en la duda, hay un proceso que puede venir. Sigamos leyendo aquí, amén. For when David was up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto the prophet Gad. David seer, saying, Go and say unto David, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things, choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. Hermanos, esa no es la primera vez que hemos hablado de esa historia. Yo traí un mensaje de esa historia antes porque qué, qué, qué locura que un profeta te pregunta, ok, vas a tener tres cosas que vas a escoger que te va a pasar porque pecates. Tú puedes escoger lo que te va a pasar. Eso es lo que va a pasar aquí. How crazy is, I brought this message one time before and, and I remember when we read this that I thought like, how crazy is it that, that God sent the prophet to David and saying, hey, you got three punishments, you can choose one of them. I, you would be like thinking, okay, let's see here. Mm, ouch, ouch, ouch. I think I'll take the... But we're going to read here because God's perfect in his calculations of things, brothers and sisters. Everything's going to be an ouch with God. Ain't no measure of it because he'll hit what he needs to hit in it. And so he comes to him and tells him this, verse 13. So Gad came to David and told him and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land, or wilt thou flee three, three months before thine enemies while they pursue thee, or that there be three days of pestilence in thy land? Now advise and see what answer I shall return to him that sent me. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. Now, it sounds pretty good, the last one, when you look at it, right? Because three months, three days. Right? We just balance this up. Se oye muy bien en el último que estamos leyendo aquí, que tres días o tres meses. Yo escojo el tres días. O tres días. O oh, dice el primero, ¿siete años? Hmm. ¿Cómo es? Dios es perfecto creyendo, ok, vas a escoger, el, a escoger el, los tres días. Perfecto, es lo que quería. You know, God's like, oh, ok, you're going to pick three days? Three days in my hand. You know what three days in my hands are? So David's processing it, right, and thinking about it. And we keep on reading here, verse 14. And David said unto Gad, I don't know how quick he said it, I am in a straight gate. Let us fall now into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So he says, I choose the three, and I pray that God be merciful. Because I'd rather that than three months, somebody chasing me and destroying everything that's in the way of them. So we read here, verse 15. And the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed. And there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba 70 years. 
thousand men. Y trajo el Señor pestilencia a Israel desde la mañana hasta el tiempo señalado. Setenta mil hombres se murieron en tres días. Three days, seventy thousand men died. That's a great death. And so, David, which he thought was easy, well, he thought he picked the easy thing. Now, he sees here like, whoa, 70,000 people have died because of my doubt. Ahora, Dios está trabajando en el corazón de David porque David era un, una persona de batalla, amaba sus How do you say uh, peladeros? Or how do you say his <laughs> fighters? Guiadores. Les amaba. Estaba en el campo con ellos, hablando con ellos. Era una persona que amaba la batalla. Y ese momento que le tocó su corazón porque todos estos hombres murieron, murieron porque su duda. So now David, who's a warrior, who loves to be in battle, who's by the fire with them, and they're talking about great battles and, and having stories and doing everything, he, he knows that 70,000 men died because of his doubt. What a consequence. We thought it was something that was easy. We thought it was something that he thought, well, he thought it was something that was going to be three days. What can happen in three days? 70,000 die in three days. Verse 16, and when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, it wasn't done yet. This angel, this angel that came over and killed 70,000 now was about to destroy Jerusalem. The Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, it is enough. Stay now thy hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Arauna, the Je Jebusite. My brothers and sisters, this angel, este angel, hermanos, iba a destruir a Jerusalén y le paró el Señor diciendo, hey, para, ya para. Pero donde paró, donde se paró, es un lugar especial. Es un lugar que necesitamos entender que viene en nuestras vidas, que a veces los hallamos en esta, en esta parte de en nuestra vida. Y dice aquí que el ángel de Jehová estaba junto a, a la era de Arún, Rebuseo, a la era, ¿es that threshing place? What's era a la era? Ira. Is it ira or ira a la ira? What's that? Okay. Thank you all. Gracias todos. ¿Por qué me preocupo hablar en español si no me ayudan? En inglés dice era el lugar donde trajeron todo el arena. Ese es el lugar donde sacaban la arena porque tenía 
Wheat is wheat, right? Arena? Is that how you say wheat? Yes? Trigo? What's arena? Corn? Sand? Ay. Okay, trigo. Cuando trajeron el trigo y que quitaron el trigo del cáscaro, or el, how do you say the shaft or the, the, la qué? Espiga, cáscara. Okay, la cáscara, decimos cáscara. Donde quitaron y le iba a mandar un retrato, lo voy a mandar a, a Anthony. Porque que, 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 yo quise que vieran cómo se miraba, amén. Es importante, es importante como que miramos el, la cáscara, amén. See, brother, if you can find a, it looks like that picture didn't download for me, but see if you can find uh, a picture of the threshing floor. That's what they, if you Google search it, threshing floor, you'll see an old one. And it'll even say David's. There's a picture of one that's there. Cuando lo está buscando. So, llegó a un punto donde trajeron el trigo a un lugar donde lo sacaban la cáscara y en un proceso. Y ese es donde se paró el ángel. That's where the angel stopped, where this process would begin of the harvest. The harvest after it was plucked, it would come to this place called the threshing floor. And it was a, a place that you'll see the picture here in a second. It's a smooth circ circle. And they would bring all the wheat. And they would have animals, ox, going around with a, uh, a post in the middle, going around and just smushing the, the wheat. And what it would do, it would allow the seed, the wheat actually to come out of it. And it's crazy, this process, when you see it, because this ox is just going around, and they're going around in circles around this post. And, of course, then they would turn it around, right, and it would go back around. And then they would get these guys with pitchforks, and they'd throw it up in the air, and everything that was heavy would fall, and everything that was light would blow away. Este proceso, hermanos, tenían animales, how do you say ox? Okay. Qué bueno. Vacas con cuernos, no sé. Güeyes. Tenían güeyes y estaban pisando el trigo. Y andaban en un círculo. Círculo. Y agarraron, how do you say el pitchfork, bro? How do you say el? No era pala, pero era con los. Pala, ¿cómo? Porquía. Orquía. Am I saying it right there? <laughs> Orquía. Y lo agarraban, lo tiraban en el aire y lo que era sólido, lo que tenía peso, se callaba y el otro volaba. El pueblo seguía. Here you go. Here's a picture. If you can zoom in. Oh, you got a good one right here, bro. So podemos ver aquí. Este es un ejemplo de, están diciendo de donde paró el ángel. Afuera de, de Jerusalén. Y puedes ver aquí que se llevan un círculo y ahí, ahí tienes la persona con la pala con picos <ríe> y lo tiraba y se quedaba el trigo. ¿Y qué cosa que este ángel 
Separoi, what a thing that this angel stops right there at this difficult process, because you look at this process, it's a process that's breaking your harvest, what you've waited for, it's breaking it, and it's getting rid of what's not good and keeping what you need. It's an amazing, it's amazing play. Esta cosa, esto es un, se acabó la predicación con eso, sabiendo que llegó un parte, el ángel ni planeado, llegó un parte cuando Dios dijo, para, pero donde se paró, ese lugar donde se estaba quitando lo que no se necesitaba. It happened at a place where harvest, what's, what's good, where it's separated from what's bad. And so it gets to this place here, and we go back to reading here in verse, uh, where do we end on? Verse 10, was that verse? Uh, 16, right? Verse 17, amen. And David spoke unto the Lord when he saw the angel that smote the people and said, Lo, I have sinned. So look, he gets to the place where the action happens in harvest, right? Llega al punto, hermanos, donde todo lo que se ha traído al cosecha se ha traído, se va a separar. Lo que no es bueno se quema o se va en el aire y el otro se queda que necesitan. So llega a ese punto y mira, mira cómo es un diferente David. Mira que lo que dice David aquí. Lo, I have sinned. I have done wickedly. I have sinned. I have done. Yo he pecado. Yo hice este mal. Pero mira dónde está. Un proceso que es difícil. Que se pisa. Para sacar. Look where he's at. He's at a process where it's, it, you're stomped on to get what's good. And David's there. And the first thing he says after he sees this angel, and it says that he saw this angel killing people. Que vio este ángel matando personas. Y que... Dice que yo pequé. Yo hice este mal. But these sheep. Uh-oh, David went back to the shepherd boy. Ya no, ya no, era rey de batalla. Se fue para el pastor de oveja. Y dijo, estos ovejas. These sheep, what have they done? Woo! You don't understand how Powerful in different levels that is because that's just touching. That's why, that's why, that's why, that's why I said that David had the heart of the Lord. The Lord said, okay, you made a king's decision at the beginning, which was brought doubt. Now you're playing with my heartstrings. Because you're right, what did these sheep do? They're just sheep. They don't know. So David's pleading with God right now. 
¿Qué, qué, qué, qué cosa que dijo? ¿Qué, ¿Qué hicieron estos ovejas? Son ovejas. Era yo, Dios. Y le gustó el Señor. Y le dice, Let thy hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. Pero David no para ahí, hermanos. Y a veces nosotros llegamos a un punto donde está el ángel, donde va, va a trabajar Dios con nosotros en un duramente, un duro, duro lugar de tribulación. Y estamos ahí y digamos que soy yo, soy yo. Y lo dejamos ahí, soy yo, soy yo, soy yo. Pero no paró David ahí, dijo, era yo, no eran esas ovejas, hazlo a mí. Y eso a veces no llega en nuestras vidas. Reconocemos que eres, es nosotros, pero no queremos sufrir nosotros. Yo reconozco que soy yo, pero él en este lugar... Sabiendo dónde estaba, sabiendo el proceso, soy yo, soy yo, yo debo pagar esto, yo y mi casa. Oh, there's something powerful there when you, when you start to see how David's battling this thing. David's, la batalla que tuvo David dentro de él, apenitas peleó contra Goliath, el, el pueblo de Goliath. El primera batalla que tuvo dudó y la pregunta 1.3 millones de personas y qué hice yo porque dudé que Dios estaba con nosotros y ahora le dice a Dios hazlo a mí David was prepared David was prepared David was prepared to take it David was prepared to take it It's a different type of sacrifice, wouldn't you say, from Jesus' sacrifice? Because some would say David deserved it. 70,000 people died. Jesus gave his life. Blameless. Pueden decir unos que la historia simonad de Jesús, pero no es. Porque Dios no, no pecó, Dios no hizo, Jesús no hizo nada. No pecó como David ahorita. Y se ofreció como sacrificio. Como David lo estaba haciendo ahorita. Pero era algo que vio Dios y dijo, esta persona sí entiende lo que hizo. Seguimos leyendo aquí, amén. 18, we keep on reading. And Gad came to that day to David and said unto him, Go up, rear an altar unto the Lord. Where? Le dijo, vaya y gara un, uh, how do you say, altar a Jehová, pero donde? Ahí donde sea el retrato que vimos. Ahí pon el altar para el Señor. En la ira. ¿Es ira, hermana? ¿Lo dije bien esa vez? Ira, era, era hoy. Hmm. Oh man, that's not good then. Spanish failed us. Porque dicen en inglés threshing floor. 
Le falló el español esta vez. Siempre el español está bueno, pero esta vez no dice que el lugar donde era. Pero dice el time, right? Like a time. Like a place, okay. Pero en el inglés le dice el lugar. El retrato que enseñamos. So, le dice God que Dios le dijo que, que haga un altar en ese lugar. Amén. Pero, <laughs> puede decir, David, no, este no es mi lugar. Pero es rey, right? So, él tiene el poder. You know, David can be processing some things and, or, or egotistically thinking, okay, but it's not his land. Somebody owned this property. See, God's not done yet telling us something here. So David's got to be happy like, whoa, okay, build an altar. Now unless I'm going on that altar, I might be out of this thing. All right, I'll get the land. I'll do whatever it is. But David in this whole process and understanding that sheep were being killed because of his sins, he's like, okay, okay, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And verse 19, and David, according to the saying of God, went up as the Lord commanded. And Arauna looked and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Arauna went out and bowed himself before the king on his face upon the ground. And Arauna said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said to buy. So we see here that the owner, Aruna, comes and sees him coming and he, and he comes and he bows down because he recognizes it's David because he can see the entourage and he bows down and he says, King, why are you here? What's going on? You can erase you. Yeah, okay, you're showing some reverence here. I'm, I'm going to build an altar here on your land. Oh, okay. Conoce el quien soy. Yo soy rey. Voy a hacer un altar en tu propiedad. No comienza diciendo, voy a comprar donde traes el cosecha. To build an altar unto the Lord, that the plague may be stayed from the people. So David says, I'm going to buy this threshing floor, and we're going to build an altar so this plague can go away. That he had to have known about. 70,000 people dying. The news travels fast. They might not have had Twitter at the time, but they had something. They had pigeon. We keep on reading here. And Aruna said to, unto David, Let my lord the king take it and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Behold, here be oxen for burnt sacrifice, the threshing instruments. Here's the stuff we use to, to do this. And other instruments of the oxen for wood. All these things did Arun as a king give unto the king. And Arun said unto the king, the Lord, thy God, accept thee. And the king said unto Arun, nay. 
Look at this. Look, look, look at this again. You got to see where David's at. David sees like, hey, look, 70,000 people die because of me. You're not going to lose everything because of me also. He goes, no. Ah, how do you know it's real? Mira, mira aquí, esa persona ofreció todo lo que tenía. Iba a perder todo. Que, que ese punto cuando miras a alguien que no tiene nada de ganar y miras que están dispuestos para perder todo. ¿Eso es amiable? ¿Es eso how you say that? Conociendo a alguien que, you know, knowing somebody that's willing to give it all and wasn't even because of them. So David's seeing this person saying, take everything, build it, take sacrifice, do it, do it, do it, do it. Free, take it. That the Lord sees you, you know, has grace on you. And David says, no. But I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God of that which costs me nothing. Entendió David aquí que no, 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 no me lo vas a dar gratis. Yo voy a pagar por esto. No voy a sacrificar, no, no voy a sacrificar nada que no me costó nada. And that's the question. And Pastor used to laugh all the time when you, you would see kids coming up here, right, to give their tithes. Dancing, right? And they look at you. And what did he used to say? Well, it doesn't hurt them. Why? Because it's not theirs. Mama and daddy's. And it's yours. You're... A veces, a veces. Sería pasó porque mirar los estados vestidos bien lindos los niños y, y, y pasa en los años mis niños también cuando estaban chiquitos le gustaban se quedaban ahí miraban atrás y todas las personas lo estaban viendo dejaban lo sacaban otra vez lo tiraban otra vez nomás para tener ay qué lindos pero no nos costó nada cuando te cuesta algo when it costs you something. David at this moment, where he's thinking, okay, awesome. No, he goes, no. I cannot give a sacrifice. That's your sacrifice. Thank you. You're a good man. But that's your sacrifice. That's not my sacrifice. This has to cost me something because I'm in a place of separation and I've got to separate myself. No, gracias por ofrecer esto. Gracias por decir que, que vas a ofrecer esto, pero eso es tu sacrificio. Yo necesito hacer mi sacrificio en el lugar donde se separa todo lo que no es bueno. And you see this battle with David. So David bought the threshing floor 
and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. He thought there was inflation today. <laughs> he paid way more than what that was worth. And if you read in Chronicles, it says that he went back and he, he bought more of that, blessed that person even more with gold to get more because he wanted to build a place where God had mercy. Si lees en Crónicas, hermanos, miras que él volvió para atrás y compró más terreno para agradecer a Dios por la misericordia que tuvo. Porque él entendió que he llegado al punto donde se quita todo lo que es mal, todo lo que no se sirve. He understood that he was at a place. What a crazy thing. Angel stops, right? And he could have said, hey, can I buy some of this property over here? He goes, no, can I buy this? Wow, God, look where you stopped at. Wow, okay. And so he, he, he wants to buy this because he understands the place that he's at. Verse 25. And David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated for the land and the plague was stayed. Israel. So hizo el atar David. Y Dios quitó el, la plaga de ellos. Era misericordioso Dios. Pero Dios no se juega con Dios. You don't play with God. That's a merciful God. God's a loving God, but there's a time where God will say, cut it. Cut it down. Put it in fire. It's not giving fruit. No queremos oír eso, hermanos, que tenemos un Dios que también es un Dios que se, se viene con la ira. Y se corta el árbol, no está dando fruto. No queremos oír eso. Es como que lo queremos todo suave. Oh, que, que necesito cambiar, que necesito crecer. ¿Cómo? ¿Cómo? Pero David estaba en un lugar, en un proceso en su vida. Hace años, hermanos. Pasa en nosotros, en nuestras vidas estas cosas. It happens in our lives. It doesn't matter what, how long you've been in. Look, it was a king. It was somebody that should have known that God was with him, but for a moment doubted it. For nine months and 20 days doubted it. Until he was shocked. All this time I had people doing this, and God's been with me. It says here, the threshing floor in Scripture is a place of separation and revelation. En la Biblia dice aquí, hermanos, que el lugar que estábamos hablando, no sé cómo se dice, donde se rompa el trigo, es un lugar de separación y revelación. This is a place that when you find yourself here, it became a temple. It became, he went back and built. Remember Jacob's ladder? Oh, I see. Somebody, angels going up and down. There's no doubt that this is a terrible place. That the Lord 
brings his word here. We find ourselves here, brothers and sisters, at the threshing floor. And we come here sometimes, and we're not willing to be stepped on and things be removed. We come here to this place, and and we hear the word of God, and and sometimes it bothers us to a point that we put in our noise-canceling ears. We turn on our noise-canceling ears. A veces, hermanos, estamos en un lugar donde se, se quita lo que no es bueno, lo, lo, lo que no, no hay, hay que puede ser bueno en, las, en, en nuestras vidas, en nuestras familias. Y cuando los ofendemos con la palabra, aprendemos el sonido que se quita todo. Ya no estoy viendo nada. Mira. You turn it off when God's speaking to you. When God wants you in this place to remove it. A place where harvest was prepared by separating the grain from the useless straw. For the purpose of exposing and collecting the most valuable part of the crop. El lugar donde se quitó lo que era bueno del trigo y dejó el cáscaro, dejó lo que se iba a quemar o volar, volar en el aire. Este lugar donde halló David el Señor. Él le enseñó el Señor el pecado que tuvo. So, una pregunta tengo para ustedes, hermanos, esta mañana. ¿Qué ahorita tienes en tu vida que necesitas atraer, traer a este lugar? What thing do you have in your life right now that you need to bring to the threshing floor? What is this offering that must be trampled on? What is this thing that needs to be removed from you, that needs to be taken away from you, that can be brought to this threshing floor? Y es esta cosa, hermanos, que, que siempre te molesta, siempre te quita de oír al Señor, siempre te quita de servirle al Señor. ¿Qué es esta cosa que necesitas entregarle a este altar? Se vuelve de un lugar donde se sacó el trigo a un altar que se hizo. It went from a threshing floor to an altar. The same place. If we turn to Psalms 1-4, brothers and sisters. No así los malos, sino como el tamo que abrata el viento, arrebata el viento. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Eso es el ejemplo, hermanos. El, uh, el tamo. ¿Estamos? Eso es el parte que no vale nada. Y cuando agarran, porque están haciendo eso, nomás están, y se cae el beso que es bueno, esa mía que es bueno del, del trigo, y el tamo vola. 
you know, this is, this is what, the chaff is what they call it, is the part that is no good as they threw it up. It's light, and it just blows away because it's the wheat. You see the fields of wheat when you're going, and that, that wades at the top? When that comes out, the rest is light and garbage. And we, hear, we, we see David here writing about this. Amen? And we turn to Hosea 13.3. Por tanto, serán como la nevela de la mañana y como el, ro el rocio de la ma madrugada que se pasa, como el tamo que la tempestad arroja de, de la era. Y como el humo que de la chimenez, chimeneas sale. Therefore they shall be as the morning cloud and as the early dew that passeth away, as the chaff that is driven with the whirlwind out of the floor, and as the smoke out of the chimney. This process, this process that God's doing this, you know, we're here on this threshing floor. We're here at the altar. We're here in his presence. And, and, and this is happening right now as we're here. And, and we're feeling this. And we feel the word as, it's, as it tramples us. We feel the word. as it, and, and sometimes the word stops, right? And this is what happens when the word stops. The word stops, right? And wind comes. And then the word comes again. And here comes the word again. The word's doing what it needs to do. Viene la palabra de Dios, hermanos. Y está pisitando, y está quitando, y quebrando, y está haciendo esto. Y viene, y viene, y para la palabra. Y viene la aire. Y quita todo lo que es malo. Eso es la misericordia de Dios, porque se seguía. ¿Cómo How will we last? ¿Cómo dudamos? Si no va a seguir a eso. Pero tiene misericordia. Se para, se quita, y miramos lo que dejó Dios. And we see what God leaves when it stops. What process are you in right now? I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. We're going to read Luke 22. Voy a pedir los músicos que si pueden uh, venir para el frente, hermanos, si pueden... Vamos a leer Lucas 22. We're going to read Luke 22. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, thy strength that uh, converted, strengthen thy brethren. Now, brothers and sisters, the, the sifting's a different process, right? That's the process of cutting the wheat, right? Before they bring it to the threshing floor. So he says that Satan has come and he wants to cut you. Woo! Again, this is awesome, right? Because look at this. So Satan has come and he wants to cut you. I'm not going to let him. No, he says, I'm going to pray for you. Because it's going to happen. He's going to cut you. He's going to cut you. He's going to cut you. 
He's going to cut you. But when they bring you here and you're converted. Oh, no, see, you missed it. See, could you see? And you're like, oh, man, God could have just stopped that. He goes, no, 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 no. No, I'm praying for you because when they bring you here, they bring you here, you will be converted. And then listen what it says here, and you'll strengthen the other brothers. Verse 33, and he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and death. Oh, no, you're not ready. Guess what, Peter? You're not ready because there's a couple of ox with your name on it. And when you're converted and you're ready, you'll understand. You'll understand what it is. You see, this process that you're in is a process. Este proceso que estás, hermanos, como lo dijo a, a Pedro aquí, que dijo Pedro al último, estoy listo, estoy listo a ir contigo para el muerte y prisión. ¡Y! Dijo Jesús, no estás listo. Pero te van a cortar el trigo y te van a llevar al altar. Y vas a estar listo. Porque ahí vas a aprender cómo entender lo que es la cosa. Y este proceso que estamos, hermanos, no importa, no importa si estás comenzando la carrera o ya has estado en la carrera. It doesn't matter if you're just starting the race or if you've been in the race. Peter physically heard this from the King of Kings. Peter heard this from Jesus face to face and still responded, I'm willing to die with you. And he said, no, you're not. Because as the crow crows three times, you will deny me. But you will be. Because the conversion will happen. Is the conversion happening right now in your lives? Is this conversion happening? Is this conversion happening in your lives where you lost in just the feeling of, oh, we have 1.3 million men? We're good. Where are you at? ¿Dónde estás, hermanos, ahorita? En tu confianza. Está como David que estás dudando que Dios está contigo. Viene eso en tu vida. Estás como Pedro creyendo que, que estás ciego en tu confianza con Dios. Oh, yo estaré contigo, Dios, hasta que vengas. Sí está bien decir eso, pero viene el lugar donde se quita no se, lo que no se puede usar. I'm going to invite everybody to come on up here this morning. Voy a invitar a todos que vengan para el frente, hermanos, a este lugar. Y que dejamos lo que no se necesita en nuestras vidas. I'm going to ask you to come on up here and leave. Leave. What you don't need anymore. And offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Necesitamos ofrecernos como un sacrificio vivo, hermanos. 
Lord Jesus, we're here in your presence, Father. We're here in your presence, Jesus. Merciful God, we see that it's us. We see that it's us, Jesus. We can't blame everybody around us, Lord. We can't blame our situations, our families anymore. It's us. It's us. It's me. I recognize it's me, Lord, and if this punishment that everybody's going around me is going through, Father, I ask that that punishment come to me, Father, not to them. The ownership has to start and end here. Merciful God, change my heart. Yo sé, Dios, que es yo, Dios, que necesito cambiar. No es mi, 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 Familia no es el, la vida que es alrededor de mí, pero es mi vida, Dios, que se necesita cambiar, Señor. Yo entiendo, Dios, que todo comienza y acaba conmigo, Dios, en este proceso. Ahorita, Dios, yo estoy pidiendo, Dios, que quitas todo lo que no te agrada, todo lo que es el mundo. Te lo ofrezco, Dios, para quemar Dios, yo sé que el proceso es duro, yo sé que voy, va a doler Dios, yo, soy, yo sé que no, no sé qué va a pasar, pero si estoy contigo Dios, sé una cosa, que me vas a sostener, I know God this process is going to hurt Father, I can already feel it Lord, I can feel all these things that are coming Lord, but just like you felt these things, and you sweated out bullets, because you knew the sacrifice was going to be hard, Jesus. I ask that you give me that same strength right now, Lord. Let your spirit flow in me, Father. To have the confidence and trust in you, Jesus. This process will be difficult, and I understand, but I'm not alone. This process will hurt, but I'm with the healer. Oh, Father, I ask that your peace right now, your spirit, come into all our hearts, Lord. Yo estoy pidiendo, Dios, que yo sé que este proceso va a doler, pero estoy con el que sana. Yo sé que voy a sentirme que estoy solo, pero tú estás conmigo. Te estoy pidiendo ahorita, Dios, que, que entras, que tu espíritu entra en mi vida, Dios. Cambia mi mental, Dios. Ya que no gasto tiempo, Dios. Ya que no gasto este tiempo, Dios. Ya yo no quiero gastar tiempo, Dios. Con el orgullo, Dios. Con pensando que hay otro, hay otra cosa mejor, Dios. Cuando tú eres el más. De todo que necesito, Dios, en mi vida. Tú completas todo, Dios, en mi vida. You complete everything in my life, Jesus. I can't think that there's more out there, Father, when you're it. You're everything, Jesus. You're everything, Father. You are all that I need. Eres todo, Dios. Estamos en este lugar, Dios. En tu presencia, Dios. Estamos pidiendo, Dios, que tú sabes las cosas que necesitamos quitar, que necesitamos quemar, Dios. Help us, Father, to get closer to you. Help us, God, to receive this precious gift, Father. Restore the joy of your salvation in those lives that need it, Father. Introduce your salvation to those that need it. Restaura, Dios, el gozo de tu salvación, Dios. 
y la invitación a los que quieren conocer, conocerte Dios está aquí the invitation to those that want to get to know you more Jesus is here your spirit is here Father your spirit will teach them your spirit will guide them Father we've seen that personal relationship Jesus hemos visto Dios esta relación que tienes personalmente con personas Qué lindo eres Dios te estoy pidiendo Dios que sanas tu pueblo salvas tu pueblo Dios I'm asking your Lord to heal and to save your people. We want to be in your presence. We want to feel your spirit, Jesus. Queremos estar en tu presencia, Dios. Queremos sentir tu espíritu, Dios. Gracias, Dios. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, Lord. It's not too late. No es, ya, ya no es, todavía no es tiempo. Todavía tenemos esperanza. Todavía tenemos un chance, hermanos. Receive us, Father. Recibanos, Dios. Receive us, Father. Receive us. In the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen, amen, amen.